Warning, warning. Two idiots is reading the SCPs. We hate them. We hate them, precious. This is a failure of an intro. I do apologize. Hello, welcome back to Discovering SCP. We are back. It's been a five-week hiatus. You don't remember it? That's because I altered your memories. Yes, welcome. It feels good to be back for five-week hiatus. That was definitely real and He's happy. been sleeping for five weeks. <laughs> I'm so tired. He's, he's just had enough and now he's more tired. It's a curse. It's his aphotic. He could become sleepy. That would actually be an awful aphotic. It just makes you drowsy. It makes you a sleepy head. <laughs> This guy's, like, pounding coffee as he fights. He's like, I have to stay awake. I have to drink more. What's the Red Bull equivalent in Aetheral Space? Um. Uh. <laughs> I know. We're, we're so gone. We're so lost. Physifos. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid chail zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we are back. How, any any news from you? Anything you've been up to? Not I'm looking recently. at the news right now on this website, and it literally is just the news. The site news is out for May and June. It doesn't say anything. But we have something to announce, don't we? For the 18th, if I remember correctly. The 18th. Uh, yes, yes, we do. Before I forget, I, I'm wait. Not the 18th because oh, okay. that can't be right. I was confused. <laughs> Because the 18th is a Tuesday. Was Is it the 15th? Is the 15th work for you? <laughs> this is a live process, guys. I think it's the 15th. The 15th is Saturday, right? The 15th is Saturday. It could be 16th, whatever is preferable. We'll get back to you. There's actually nothing uh, to announce. Yeah, <laughs> you can theorize about that in the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had something, but I forgot what we decided on. Anyways... Uh, we're back, and we're so um, back. we have a plan for this episode, and that I plan, plan is to... I've concocted okay. a plan in the last, like, five minutes. Oh, okay. I didn't have a plan before, but... Go ahead. We're going to be looking plan? at this lovely... You mentioned the site news. This lovely page they put on the front page showing us what's good, basically. Uh, uh, thank you for flying with us, 5747. Yeah, we're going to just go check out everything listed here, is my idea. <laughs> By Plague, PJP, and Pelias. What if it's bad, though? Um, well, it's not long, so I already like That's it. never fucking stopped us before, so I don't know why that would be a fucking issue. <laughs> There's a big white space on here in this article I've noticed. You scroll. I like how you scroll to the ending immediately. Yeah, you know, it's not like I'm reading it. I just check how long it is. There's a big white space and then an author's note. The author's note is the ending. Let's not get to that yet. Yeah, I'm not reading that yet. Anyway, um... So this is um, Thank You for Flying for Us by Shushir. No, by Polias and... No, it's selected by them, you fucking incompetents. It's by Shushir. Oh, it's by Shushir. Wasn't that the person that wrote that one we read the other day, too? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, they write on the wiki. That's crazy. But, like, <laughs> twice in a row we've ran into them recently. It wasn't even intentional. That's cool. All right, let's do this. Into it. Item number SCP five seven four seven. Object class Eucellid. Special containment procedures. Foundation watchdog algorithms to monitor the flight records of licensed pilots involved in civilian and/or military aviation. The number of unique aircraft flown by each pilot is be recorded by the system as it iterates through flight personnel. Should the statistic approach the threshold necessary to activate the SCP's effects, the offending individual is to be revoked of their pilot license and retired from employment. Damn. 
In the event that the SCP occurred successfully, the airspace with a 50km radius of the affected persons to be cleared of air traffic. Civilian witnesses in the vicinity of the area to be apprehended and anesthetized. At the conclusion of the anomaly's effects, the affected subjects must also undergo amnestic treatment, as well as the implementation of false memories to justify their subsequent retirement from the aviation industry. God damn, they're just taking people's careers away from them? What Come could on, be so guys. bad? I've got a picture hey. here. What do you see in this? What, what do your elf eyes see? Uh, my elf eyes? Yeah, what do they well, see? Well, it looks like a picture, like, from, like, I, I don't know, some sort of military base, but it's, like, pointing at the sky and there's a dot in the sky. That's me. <laughs> That's not you. <laughs> this world will know pain. I don't know why, but for some reason I'm looking at the building on the bottom and it feels like it's, like, Gmod or something. I get that vibe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can see me. That's me in the sky with the physics gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. so you kind of know you were breaking server rules, right? I saw some. So there was a video the other day someone posted where they were on like sort of. No, no, I was gonna say like a 1940s RP or some shit, and someone <laughs> was like jumping while walking, and they were they um, admin pulled them aside. and was like, you can't do that. I saw a Red Dead Redemption two one where like the admin for some reason like made him like, like he was like four feet tall and just appeared in a group of like I was like, okay, guys, you can't be doing that here. <laughs> Can you link that to me? That I will link so it to find it. <laughs> I found that there's when... invariably, like in Gmod, there's the admin accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. He's like, come on, guys. You kind of know you are breaking server rules, right? <laughs> as, and they say that as they put you on the roof of the building. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it always the roof? Because like, so no one else can like, walk up and fuck around. So you get reprimanded. He's like, don't know what I get. Hey, time out time, okay? I'm going to have to ban you from the server. You do it again, okay? Description. Yeah. SCP-5747. I do. I partake. Denotes an anomalous phenomenon. <laughs> That's not new. <laughs> At reply GPT, roast him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it? It's only like the lamest fucking reply as well. What is it? It's, it's these bots on Twitter. It's, I'm pretty sure it's like a crypto thing at some level. Uh, <laughs> it's always like, add to reply GBT. It's like a chat GBT replies to it. It's always something. Like, it's like, always like the lightest possible roast. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted chat GBT. Get him, Joker. <laughs> and it comes in like, wow, so you're announcing this? You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's so lame. <laughs> Uh, uh, can I do that with you, but I at you, and then you have to say something? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll offer <laughs> get him, sick him, boy. Boss. <laughs> <laughs> the manifested individual's license to operate aircraft. These individuals must meet the following criteria in order to trigger its effects. More than 100 unique models of aircraft flown throughout the span of their piloting career. This yeah. criterion includes all forms of manned aircraft, including civilian airliners, military jet planes, and space shuttles. The specifications for what constitutes a unique model of aircraft are made to be dependent on the manufacturer's internal cataloging system. Possession of a valid piloting license that is legally recognised by the individual's local aviation regulatory body. Aircraft models that are flown without a valid license do not count towards the first criterion. Ooh. Within 24 hours of meeting these two conditions, the subject will experience the onset of the SCP's effects and begin levitating upwards. Any attempts to impede this ascent will invariably fail as the subject will pass through any solid objects blocking their path. The velocity of this upward movement increases at a geometric rate and levels out to a constant speed as the subject rises above the cloud layer. As the affected individual enters the stratosphere, the atmospheric particulate in front of the subject will coalesce into enormous letters. 
These formations spell out the names of notable figures in the aviation industry, ranging from early aircraft inventors to modern aerospace engineers. Amelia what? Earhart. That's well, the only one I know. The Wright brothers. That's two. <laughs> you don't know. That. You, like, that's, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know their individual names. <laughs> so does that count as two? One and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Yeah, the Wright brothers are like the Mario brothers, but for planes. Yeah, well, even I think they you have less in development than the Mario brothers. There's Luigi's Mansion. You know Luigi. Yeah. You, can't, you don't know one right brother from the other. They come as a set. That's true. It's all like supposed to be wholesome. Like, oh, look, it was a family thing, but no one knows their individual identities. They're just the like o- a, the a only pair. identifying feature is that they were brothers and they made the plane. Yeah, and it's like get it because a plane has two wings and there's two brothers, and they <laughs> would lie on the plane together. And it's like look how goofy they are. They're such goofy boys. You know what? Password. Tell me something about the right brothers. <laughs> Nine minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> You got from keep on the toes. Everyone's just gonna Wikipedia Wright Brothers to find it. No one knows anything about the Wright I'm Brothers. Gonna, okay, guys, password. I'm gonna cross check your replies with Wikipedia. Here's <laughs> and a I better, find out you copied your fucking homework. You're in here's trouble. a here's a better password. Tell us about someone who flew planes that was cool that wasn't Amelia Earhart or the Wright Brothers because I bet there's a ton. My child will do my passwords. <laughs> my child will do my password. Now keep reading. I, <clears throat> More than 2,000 names appear during this phenomenon, materialising in vertical succession as the subject floats throughout the atmosphere. At various points during the SCP, large humanoid entities will briefly appear in front of the subject. These figures measure up to 5 kilometres in height and resemble the leaders of contemporary aerospace corporations from the torso up, terminating below the upper chest. Spectroscopic surveys reveal they are primarily composed of rarefied vapour and other aerosols found in cloud formations. So it's like busts of like the young yeah. people. I get you. After manifesting, these entities will make eye contact with the subject and gesture in approval, typically with a smile or a nod, before slowly dissipating. <laughs> it's like the fucking uh, Shinji congratulations. <laughs> Everyone's just watching you. In rare cases, the entities will produce a vocalization in lieu of a physical gesture. Examples of these Exam- vocalizations... In- oh, sorry, yeah, that's your job. No, no, go ahead. No, no, it's your job. Examples of these vocalizations include, Good work! Give him hell, tiger! We're proud of you! I wish I got this SCP. Oh well, you have to actually, you know, get a license to drive before you can get a license to fly. Do you? Uh, probably. Just, is it level up that way? If, if someone was like, I want to get a license to fly, and it's yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like your commercial pilot's like, I actually don't know how to drive a car, guys, and he's operating a plane. <laughs> you would not be. You would not feel safe. <laughs> exactly. Why if you like you get on the part of the plane and you sit down for like your vacation and the pilot's like you just go like wish me luck guys I've got my driving test right after this <laughs> I hope I pass plane is like so infinitely more complicated Everyone's than a like, car. Sweating. He's like oh shit where's my where's my headlights Oh but he's like, he's like a perfectly competent pilot but just because he says that everyone's really scared <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm going to practice my driving by using the little wheels on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> All attempted communications have yet to be reciprocated, suggesting that these manifestations are non-sentient. Damn. Damn. After reaching an altitude of 40 kilometers, the subject will decelerate until they're hovering in place. At this point, a crowd of human figures, identifiable as the subject's friends or family, will manifest around them. These entities do not respond to external stimuli and do not perform any actions besides clapping loudly and staring at each other. It really is the Shinji. <laughs> wow. Shortly he after, did it. Thank you all. 
Shortly after their appearance, a large set of texts will materialise in the distance. This text reads, Congratulations! Thank you for flying with us. We love you. Oh, this is wholesome, SCP. Why do they have to amnesticize this from people? After 30 minutes have passed following this message... This no, 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 no. He- hear me out. Hear me out. Why do they need to amnesticize people for this? Can't they- around is going to see like, a guy like, fly up into the air. Can't they just be like, you had a great dream? Well, amnesticize the other people, not the people who experienced <laughs> Everyone's it. Everyone's going to fucking see it. Yeah, and that's besides those people, not the people who experience so, it. Just tell those guys it's a dream. Affected persons typically wake up in their place of residence after an SCP event. All previous subjects recount experiencing a feeling of pride and accomplishment after regaining consciousness. They also report finding a $500,000 check. Converted to the subject's local currency. On the person, an airplane-shaped trophy oh. in their domicile. See, now we get to why they really take this away from them so the Foundation can pocket that check. Oh, this is Foundation Assets. Oh, I need it. Subjects have also reported gaining an implicitly understood ability to requisition a gold-plated aircraft from any airplane manufacturer they're choosing. <laughs> like a fucking video game trophy! Subsequent <laughs> testing has shown that these requests are universally honoured, with little to no scepticism regarding the validity of the order. Oh, this is you cool! Won, you won piloting. Oh, man. That so, was crazy. This author's note, I I understand, has been should causing we, a bit of controversy. So why don't we get on Should that? we read it or not? Sure. Read it? Why don't you read it? Okay. I don't know if this is real. Should I take this seriously? I don't. Maybe take it seriously. I don't know if it's real either. Okay. Well, we'll be safe. <clears throat> Hello, reader. Last week, a good friend of mine passed away. He was found in the river near the famous bridge where lovers cross, and his body was left decomposed for several weeks. He lived a solitary life, and his body was not found for a long time. It was the worst feeling of my life. When I saw his face in the coffin, I felt an invisible hand penetrate me and grasp my lungs. Over the next few days, the fingers deep inside me slowly twisted. Surely the only way to escape this loneliness is to become addicted. So I encourage all readers to adopt These are not the opinions of Donnell. These are the opinions of the author's note. (laughs) Cigarettes and alcohol are great. These used to be the opinions of Darnell. Uh, But they may be illegal in your area. Anything is okay. Please try to put these ideas into practice today. Thank you. Peace sign. That was very awkward. Wasn't this the same person that was like, I wanted to kill my coworker because he was asleep? Uh, yeah, it's, there's a legacy of strange authors now. I'm not sure if it's a bit or not. Most normal SCP writer. <laughs> I would I would rather sit in a room with this person than like people that like retweet about content farms every two weeks, TBH. I feel like I'd at least you have an interesting conversation with Suzette. No! I'm going to tell Sherman right now. <laughs> no. no, don't tell him that! Uh, could we get Shushet on? That would be amazing. I would love to hear their thoughts. <laughs> the culmination of the drama. That it's would like, be... A, no! <laughs> like, I just like, think it would be fun to have them on as a guest. come on the podcast to tell your side of the story. <laughs> Is there bad backlash? Apparently, well, people don't like the authors now, I guess. I mean, like, obviously don't pick up cigarettes and alcohol, but it feels almost like a joke. Yeah, well, it's, it's I think it's almost certainly a joke, but I don't want to say it's a yeah. joke in case it isn't. But it feels like one of those things where people are just talking about how bad it is so they can look good, but it's like, this is not a real issue, people. There are so many real issues, and this is not one of them. Like, come on. It's like the other day I made a joke about day drinking because I have, like, a beer at lunch sometimes, and everyone was like, you cannot do day drinking. It's a slippery slope. Darn out, please. This isn't your heart. I'm like, <laughs> fucking hell, dude. Everything is so fucking serious with some of these people. Let's have shoes head on. It'll be fun. Come on. 
How do we get them on? How do we contact them? I'll see if I can put some stuff together. (laughs) I'm putting together a team. (laughs) Who who else would be on our weirdo SCP team? Um, Probably me, to be honest. (laughs) I'd be in there. Yeah. Of course, both of us are weirdos. Am I Nick Fury or you Nick Fury in this? You can be Nick Fury as a tree. It's like you think you're the only weirdo on the SCP wiki. You just stepped into a larger world. (laughs) I love weirdos. I'm a weirdo. We're all weirdos. I don't fit in, and I don't want to fit in. You ever see me with I listen to the Smiths, okay? Oh my god, is that from fucking Riverdale? Yeah. Is that going to be the next show we watch, Riverdale? I, I do wish we, we, we should watch Riverdale. Are we going to drop Vampire for it, though? I mean, not. Or are we finishing Vampire? I don't know if we'll finish it. <laughs> we have to decide. Anyway, we that only got us 16 and a half minutes in. We got work to do. What else we got today? Let's go back to the main. Uh, featured tale uh, by Lord X... Uh, is it XVNV, or do you say the Roman numeral number, which I'm not actually sure of? It's like 1050. I don't remember what N is, and then 50 again. Or no, 15. Yeah, sure. Anomalous. Uh, please delete the 10, audio from me in the last like 30 seconds or so. Wait, what, what was the last Because I was interrupted. Seconds? I was muted for the last like 30 seconds. Oh, oh, yeah. Just mute his track. So yeah, we've got a tale here, but I actually have the SCP this tale's about, and it's it's quite short, so you probably should read that first, just for... Alright, send me that, and then I'll read by the Lord XVNV. SCP-548, I believe. Oh, it's so old. It's an old Look at it, it's a cute blue tarantula. By Dr. For Fences. For how old this is, this doesn't have a lot of upvotes, which is interesting. I'm used to everything in series 1 Ice Spider. Like 10... Ice Spider. I'm used to everything from Series 1 having like 10 more billion upvotes. Mm. Let's see how this one works out. Item number... Oh wait, I forgot to, I forgot to rate the last one. Uh, 7 out of 10 for the last one. I see, I see. Item number, SCP-548, Object Class U Cellage. Special Containment Procedures. The SCP is to be kept at a 24 degree centigrade. No, it's not centigrade, is that right? Centigrade? Celsius? Yeah, Celsius. Is Celsius and centigrade interchangeable? I don't think Is so. Celsius and centigrade the same? I'm looking it up now. Centigrade is the old-fashioned name for Celsius, so oh. you're good. I, just, I, 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 I revealed that I was, I'm from the past. <laughs> it's like Latin or something. In a 50-centimeter by 50-centimeter I'm sorry, I had never told about my mission. The Empire must not fall in this timeline. 50-centigrade meter times 50-centigrade meter oh, terrarium. True to Kaiser. <laughs> the enclosure has been composed of modified Boris glitter glass with high thermal shock resistance or of other materials not rendered brittle by sudden temperature changes of greater than 50 degrees Celsius. In the event that the SCP makes an active attempt to grind through the surrounding walls, that's me in the club, baby. The enclosure is to be blotted immediately. You say that, but climbing through the walls implies you're like humping a wall so hard you fucking don't yeah, clip through. Yeah, I tunnel through. <laughs> 500 milliliter liquid nitrogen and the subject removed temporarily to a reinforced steel terrarium. Subject to be fed mice, one every four days. Wow. The SCP should not be handled except as needed for testing. Handlers must be at least cursorily familiar with tarantula behaviour and wear heavily insulated gloves. I would fucking hope my tarantula handler knows what tarantulas do. <laughs> should subject display any aggressive behaviour, cease handling promptly. If bitten, personnel should be treated immediately for hypothermia and frostbite. Active infrared warming with heated fluids is indicated for severe bites. 
what do you... Well, I think it's pretty obvious what you think this is. I think based on the name and what we've heard, this is an ice spider. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a spider who's consumed the ice flower from Mario. I'm going to count three of these you, as I freeze. enter the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 is like, this is like a level 10 dungeon enemy that you run into in an RPG. Like, not the very beginning, but it's like the first big dungeon of the game. Description. SCP-548 is a female cobalt tarantula. Cirapapalgus lindibus. 7.3 centimeters long. Its venom undergoes a highly endothermic reaction on contact with living tissue. A single bite, injecting less than 0.5 milliliter venom, causes an active temperature drop of 38 degrees Celsius in the affected area. One bite is sufficient to God cause damn. localized frostbite in a human, and may even be lethal should this venom reach the central circulatory system. Victims smaller than the SCP are frequently frozen solid. God with the top damn. to break free. Yeah. <laughs> The SCP's feeding structures are normal for a spider of its species, except for the maxillae, which are extremely hard and serrated. It feeds by delivering a venomous bite, then dragging the prey to a safe place while it cools. Mm. While secluded, it proceeds to grind the prey's still frozen tissue into edible fragments, just like me at the club, but no. (laughs) That's so gross. (laughs) When I grind the prey's still frozen tissue into edible fragments? Just humping like a turkey sandwich, like soon enough you'll be good, ripe for eating. <laughs> this feeding style requires unusual mouth part strength. <laughs> Addendum: The SCP, like most species, usually avoids contact with humans. If cornered, however, it quickly turns aggressive, attempting to bite its perceived attacker before fleeing. I think yeah. it's Seriopagapus, is how you say it. Yeah, you pass the test. The object may be frozen solid with no apparent ill effects. It has survived repeated freezings, each time resuming normal behavior upon thawing. Further research is required to ascertain the mechanism of this resistance and determine its suitability for long-term storage. Use it as a weapon. Addendum 2. It is possible that the same anomalous effects that are historically responsible for SCP-2082 may now be affecting the SCP. Oh no, I don't know what that is. Me neither. Research is link is currently underway using blah 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 tissue samples preserved following bleh, proposals to resume. This is extra stuff. This wasn't an original article. But so this, uh, this this comes across me very much like my friend made an article and I've decided to arbitrarily link the SCP to that. Well, SCP. this is what is WikiWart basically. It's the thing where it's like we need people to go across the wiki like it's TV tropes. So link more articles. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a five out of ten because I love him. I love Spooters. I think it's a fun idea. It's simple, but there's like really nothing to it. It's After what like he did to Mario in that one level, I just couldn't. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, spider with ice flower. It's like, all right. I mean, I can see why it has like no upvotes despite being series one. I'm not going to downvote or anything. I'm not going to upvote it. I'm just going to give it a five. So out of you're 10 saying it's it um, it's mid, basically. Kind of. So, are you happy now that it's? Dead. Here's the next one. Requiem for Ice Spider. No! What the you heck? You your low votes. <laughs> called it mid. proud? This has more votes than the actual Lose by so Lord XVNV. Something tells me that this is either a meme or it'll, like, give much needed... It'll be like the Among Us 2 of Ice Spider where it's, like, my heart you're will You're fucking ring. happy now. All you want is a little mouse every now and then. And you yeah, fucking We get his him. inner monologue. He's like, one day... I'm gonna be the foundation oversight here, whatever the fuck they're called. I'm gonna be O5. The spider says that. <laughs> what can't your words, ass spider? <laughs> <laughs> it's such an 
incoherent bit to anyone who doesn't read April Fool's. You must be caught on April's base, perhaps even in chapters that are not yet released. <laughs> no, no, they released a week ago when this comes out. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So like, you have a chance to get the Nevermind. <laughs> Requiem for Ice Spider! Requiem for Ice Spider! Okay, let's read the acronym for the Ice Spider. Mm. It's not much of a funeral, but it's more than most spiders get. SCP-548, nicknamed Ice Spider by its caretakers, first derisively, eventually affectionately, is dead. Aww. They came to love Ice Spider. You know, some tarantulas actually do be are handled very well, and they can be kind of affectionate. You freeze people? Well, no. About as affectionate as a tarantula gets is just letting you pick it up and touch it, but, mm-hmm. like, they can feel some kind of affection, I think. <laughs> they charge up to you when you come over from work. <laughs> yeah. Squee! Like a fucking... Just think of how, like... I think how they display like a spinner rack being happy to see its trainer, and that's that's the tarantula. All Pokemon on some level are dogs. <laughs> For real. Dr. Chelsea Elliott and Dr. Zin Kiryu are the only two in attendance. Dr. Elliott didn't discover the SCP, but she's been one of its longest caretakers, or rather the longest running staff member responsible for its containment. It's hard to keep track of with all the promotions and reassignments in her own near brushes with containment. Dr. Kiryu came along to provide emotional support. Both That's actually a good in-universe explanation for why there's so many like super special doctor OCs. Because like if you live long enough in the foundation, you're getting cross contaminated to fuck. Yeah, yeah, you probably have some sort of special ability or like your own bullshit going on. Yeah, I've always like in my like perspective and writing, it's always like if you stay around too long in this foundation, you're getting spoons to so much shit. You are now a novelist, spy. Yeah, you know how many. You know how many fucking superhero origin stories like got hit by radioactive X? Like That's basically what's happening. <laughs> exactly. It's like I got touched by the bandage man and now I can unlock the seventh gate of Anubis. SCP-548 lies in repose in a shoebox lined with foam on a counter in the laboratory. Have you ever seen a dead spider either? Like the way uh, yeah, the legs grow up, it's spider. really sad. It's very sad. It's a blue spider. We are gathered here today, Chelsea says, to say goodbye to Ice Spider. SCP I'm literally f- shaking. SCP-548, Zin says, half informatively, half admonishingly. Hey! It's SCP- Ice Spider. SCP-548-D, Chelsea says, half jokingly back. I think it will be SCP-548-N, Zin says. It died of old age. Wait, I'm so confused. Why? D- oh, is it like they've had this many kids? Hmm? Like, are these, like, children of the original no, Ice Spider? Why is it is decommissioned. D? Oh. So oh, if, if, if they kill it, it becomes decommissioned, but Ed is just neutralized. No. 16 years, Chelsea says. 16 long years. Longer than most tarantulas. That's pretty long. That's presumably a female tarantula could live that long. She carefully, almost reverently, picks up the shoebox lid and places it on top of the shoebox. I'm going to be interrupted in a second and almost get ready. Oh no. Why is this guy fighting for his life every day when he could just simply tell his family he's recording right now? What he does to me. Anomalous, kill that guy. That's the prowler noise that plays when I tell Anomalous to kill fucking Dan Oni. Anomalous, play the prowler noise. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wake you up at home. (laughs) People who listen to this when he goes to Anomalous starts running with his hands behind his back towards you. She carefully, almost reverently, picks up the shoebox lid and places it on top of the shoebox. Well, Zin says, any thoughts? God, I Chelsea's not sure how to start. When I first joined the Foundation, it was uh, it was small scale. 
We've lived in fear that 173 or 682 would break out the cells in Site-19. We'd see a photo of 096, or... Zin audibly sighs. Chelsea completely understands the other woman's frustration at hearing those three SCP designations, which is exactly why she mentioned them. But with me here, Chelsea says, I spied her that SCP-548 was odd, but it was safe. Almost understandable. Weird for a spider, but an easy anomaly to hoist off onto new hires. Foundation now is almost unrecognizable. Oh, so Ice Spider was like a good starter anomaly. Yeah, a bit Bobby's no, first anomaly. Oh, no. What about Dragon Snails? <laughs> That's the good behavior anomaly, I imagine. So this is more like a tale on like the progress of the wiki mm. than like, than I see how this is. Zin chuckles. The old Foundation wasn't kind. Chelsea snores, cold, not cruel. That was very much a lie. We were cruel. We threw whatever we could into boxes except for senior staff. I'm sure I remember. Clef, 239, Draki. Zin stiffens, and Chelsea wonders whether she's crossed the line. She knows that Zin's thoughts on Kondraki aren't necessarily as maligned as everyone else's. What's a Kondraki? He was like an old, uh, he was one of like the old G's. Oh. One of the magic wacky doctors. Did he use Gemini shotgun? No, he used butterflies. Did he have cogitant blue aether? No. <laughs> don't play games with <laughs> me. <laughs> He's not Dragon. No. For some reason, that's all I'm imagining now. It's because you're aether bladed. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop it. The two of them share an affinity for butterflies, but Chelsea's not sure whether Zin harbors further sympathies. Please restart. Believe it or not, this man has an English degree. Please insert a quote. Right? I have a creative writing degree, which is perhaps worse. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm putting a hay That was before my time, Zin says after telling these bits. I'd hoped that once I came on, things started to get kinder, and there were always pockets of kindness. Site 43, Director Moose and myself, I'd hope. Okay, so this is really one of those, like, let's see how far we've yeah. come as a, as a site things. I wanted to know more about the ice spider. Yeah, I thought we were going to get ice spider. spider lore. This is just like a let's see if uh, we've got Matchbox <laughs> 40 Memories from the SCP Foundation. <laughs> Remember the that time is... that 682 broke free? Let's take a look back at your favorite SCP moments. <laughs> like a play-by-play like play of a fucking, like, football game. It's like one of the Simpsons clip episodes. 682 The foundation as a whole changed, Chelsea agrees, but the scars of the past, they don't fade. Iris still responds to 105, you know. I think I don't have enough, like, wiki knowledge to appreciate this article. Can I pass to you for a little bit? Sure. I'm tired. Zin grimaces. I never was fond of how they treated her. They never gave you a number, did they? They'd moved beyond that by the time I realized I was anomalous, Chelsea says. The whole Alpha 9 initiative and everything that followed, the Foundation adapted. Are these two also doctors I should know of? Or are they um, like- one of them like is a known one, but I, there's no need to really know of them, I guess. I see. I don't, know, they're Chel- I don't know Chelsea. <laughs> She's from Good Trouble. Oh, she- you know, these days we'd probably ship something like this over to Wilson's. It's nothing a pair of thick gloves couldn't handle. Zin says, I'm surprised it stayed here so long. Wilson is like the animal shelter yeah. place, right? Gotcha. I see. Yeah, I some of them. This article is probably supposed to be like a, uh, like how far we've come as the wiki for everyone else, but for me it's a quiz on what I remember over the last three years. <laughs> they both, every time they mention one, they both look at the camera like, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember? Darnell? She's been with us through the thick and thin, Chelsea says, and it's been so long that 
I wanted to make her golden ears comfortable. Zin nods. The two women share a moment of silence. Chelsea wonders whether Ice Spider was ever aware of how much the world had changed around it, whether it had any inkling of just how little fear it had inspired in the later years. It was just a spider with cold venom, after all. Hardly anything incredible. It used to be enough. (laughs) Hardly anything incredible when you had MTF Tau-5 Samsara flying across the world to strike down gods. I never thought we'd get this far, Zin says, breaking the silence. Samsara, Sloth's Pit, Etra. Are they implying this all happened over less than 16 years? I guess. That's crazy. Esterberg. So I guess this is like an AU where the Foundation's relatively young. If you told me five years ago that we'd be acknowledging that we staffed a site with fairies and wizards and a cat boy, I would have called you a lunatic. Where's the site? Where's the site? <laughs> Google Map <laughs> Assign me? Assign me? It's hard to know what'll come next. I hear this up-and-coming researcher, a Dr. Duna... Oh, my God. A, do- a Dr. J.D.? <laughs> I, I aged 50 years at the, at the fucking modern Dr. O.C. A Dr. You're Duna, I think. <laughs> He's arguing to classify a whole side of anomalies as yes. Dude, and- if in the next good club episode you want to BVP a little bit, I might be able to throw you some advantages. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, you can't tell me Dr. Dune didn't make you age 10 years he hearing that. <laughs> Which one is yes it again? Chelsea says. In her mind, the only meaningful classes are safe, Euclid and Ketter. You get that, yeah. am I right, audience? Fuck all these extra classes. Yeah. We stick to the classics. Go woke, go broke. It's like both sides of the community see their voice in this tale. Hashtag upvote. I don't have time for these new fangled classes. <laughs> Anomalies that in have the been Bible. <laughs> in the Bible. Anomalies that have been incorporated into the Foundation's command structure, Zinn says. He's giving them all jobs. Like you and me. Like you and me. Chelsea lays her hand on the shoebox. She wonders if she should produce some aromatic oils, essential oil of spearmint or peppermint, perhaps, in lieu of flowers, but decides against it. She can't think of much more to say. Goodbye. Ice Spider. And then the Ice Spider exploded, revealing that it is the only thing holding back the next Ice Age. Yeah, and then and then it like resurrected. It was like Ice Spider 2 reborn. <laughs> Get ready for the reboot, guys. Absolute zero. They find a new tarantula. <laughs> they find a new tarantula and they give it the ice flower from Mario. What's happening? The Ice Spider. I didn't realize this venom would get this cold. It's frozen time. <laughs> Everything stops at a point. So it seems it's come my turn. I like, do you think do- no, I like, no, you I know what happens now for SCP? <laughs> it's like Ice Spider. You see a twinkle in its corpse eye, and everyone's like, "What?" And then it freezes time with its fang, and you see Dark Lord Frodo walk in, and he goes, ah, "I knew you were more mine. than you looked." Uh, Ice Spider, you'll make a great addition to my team. I'm building a a group of people. And then the Ice Spider like points a mandible, <laughs> and Frodo looks down to see that he's been bitten on the hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Sorry, my blood already runs cold. <laughs> no, they're teaming up. They're friends. How dare you? I have an idea now for an ice spider sequel where, like, it does have like offspring, and the offspring are like more and more powerful, and <laughs> they're infesting the fucking site. But they also grew up domesticated, so they're friendlier. No, it's a fucking infestation. <laughs> no! Ice no, Spider's like, a friend! We should have killed Ice Spider when we had the chance. It's too no. strong now. <laughs> the clutch hatches, like, all the things on its back. Do you, they, they all, like, derivative powers, like, one like, can freeze time. 
Yeah, and one of them can, like, freeze your joints or whatever. And one of them can, like, what's another cold power? One of them is really you cool. Cold, like, it has like sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them is, like, fifth can get into any club. Any club in the city. Because <laughs> it's so cool. Anyway, this article gets an 8 out of 10 for me. Uh, and I want to elaborate. It gets a 10 out of 10 on writing, but I knock it two points. Because, like, I appreciate this for what it is. Um, and I think for most people, you know, oh, it's cute. It's like a look back on what we've done while remembering, like, a charming old whatever article. But it, it also does kind of feel like it's it's almost Marvel-esque in how much it's like, huh? Do you remember this, guys? Huh? <laughs> guys, look, it's him! Remember when he said the line? And it's just like, all right. But... I like Lord. I think this is a cute little article. It's, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It doesn't push it too much. I think it's fine. 8 out of 10. It gets a thumbs up from me. I'll, I'll upvote it. Wow, you kill Ice Spider, then you rate its funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No. Anyway, what's left? Next one, one we have is Welcome to Dreamland, a Parawatch article. Where did you find that at? It's the next one down. What are you talking Oh, wait. Oh, Welcome to Dreamland. Yeah, are you okay? It's by Sistivy. It's a Parawatch article. Yeah, I know. Are you okay? And who's it by? Sistivy. <laughs> Sorry, I think I'm okay? like lagging behind your explanation. Have we ever read any of Sistivy's I don't believe things? so. I think we might have once in the past, but I don't think... They're not a frequent flyer. Uh, okay. Is this art- article epic? Um, I've read it actually on my own, but I quite liked it. Alright, let's do this. Coldwind Howling says, I was fiddling around on the Wayback Machine earlier. Oh, hold on, he's in the UK. I was fiddling around on the Wayback Machine earlier and came across a defunct website registered under the name of www.welcometodreamland.co.uk. Actually, no, there's no proof that he himself is American, but the website is. <clears throat> Sorry, I had something in my throat there. From what I can tell, the Internet Archive only had a single screen grab from the website's front page containing an assortment of poorly updated, uploaded stills shrunking directly from the original VHS Masters, and a link to download the summer 1997 brochure. The site claimed to own the world's longest roller coaster, but I'm from the UK myself. Oh, I'm from the UK myself, and I've never even heard of Dreamland before. Sorry, I had some... And, and the UK is only, like, five feet long, so, like, you think you would have ran into it. I've attached the images to this post, but is anyone here that's at all familiar with this website? Helter Skelter. Look at look at how fucked up the the yeah. building is. I don't so I don't know if you know anything about how how roller coasters look, but that is not how their support structures look at all. Well, I can see um, it in front of me. <laughs> well, yeah, but like you've been to an amusement park, right? You know, it's like all triangles and it goes yeah. all the way up and fills the whole thing out. It's not like these weird isometric shapes. It's very no. I, I like this because that picture that picture almost looks normal at a glance, and then the more you look at it, the more you're like, what <laughs> AI the fuck is happening? Roller coaster. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's a great way to describe it. And then we have sinkhole. <clears throat> What's off about this one? I'm trying to look. There's like way too many people, I think. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> oh. Now we they're have... on the bottom part of the thing that slams down instead of the top part. Maybe. So they're going to all get squished. So we have a reply here from Emily Moore Mysteries. I'm quite familiar with Dreamland. I have a certain fascination with failed and abandoned theme parks. I think it's that unique intersection between the macabre scenery of peeling paintwork, rotten upholstery, and decaying infrastructure, combined with the unsettling atmosphere found in a location that should be filled with the excited laughter of kids and adults, only to be greeted with deafening silence. I see Emily Moore is also from the Moor. 
reached Disneyland, there's a dozen crinkly bottoms. And a theme park can fall for any number of reasons. I thought it was going to be fall, isn't it? <laughs> this theme park is too big to it's fail. Like fucking, they're at it the gates of fall. Disneyland. It's like Disneyland has fallen. Yeah. <laughs> Disneyland, like, welcome to the kingdom of heaven. Disneyland, like, in a, that's like a battle scenario. Yeah, right? yeah, they're, it's like, they're like throwing rocket launchers and like people are firing weapons and they're like, Disneyland's fallen, it's been captured by the enemy. <laughs> it's like mascots, man the locations. <laughs> yeah, Mickey Mouse gets fucking shot in the head. Goofy, you need to protect the kids. Goofy, we've been training for this day. Goofy, like Gorsh, Mickey. Like, I don't think I'm, I'm ready to fight. To be a, you pretend to be a man for so long. Deep down, I'm a beast. <laughs> <laughs> Who would invade Disneyland? <laughs> um, I don't know. Universal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the four Universal Generals. Who would they? Homer Simpson would definitely be one of them. Standing behind them, once more, of course, is Dark Frodo, now with Ice Spider. And then the mysterious fifth one walks in like, Oh, my flight from Japan took so long. (laughs) Why is it Mario? Because he's in Universal Studios Japan. (laughs) Woohoo! Let's go! And he like smacks up a brick and destroys a building for a coin. He eats like ten of them and becomes like a titan. (laughs) Behold, elephant mode. I'm oh, sorry, man. I got distracted in this seen, scenario. Have you seen new Elephant Mario? I did, yeah. I'm scared. He's just a, he's just a guy. Uh, um, ranging from financial, financial insolvency and administrative issues to bad locations and poor divine choices to catastrophic accidents that linger over the park long after wreckage settles. Once a theme park begins to fail, there's not much hope in saving it. Joint venture companies will intervene, pouring millions of dollars into these failing businesses just for it to barely be enough for the parts to remain afloat, eventually abandoning them to sink back down into her own stagnant filth. This pattern has played itself out throughout history, from country to thousands of years now. From country to country. The first theme park. Like a picture of the the pyramids in Egypt. Originally there was a track between them. (laughs) That was the supports! (laughs) And even the giants of the amusement park industry aren't immune to these failings. Six Flags New Orleans never recovered from the devastation left in the wake of Hurricane Katrina. Hold on, how is Hurricane Katrina failing of the theme park? I don't feel like it was their fault. <laughs> I don't know, I can't comment. Insurance <laughs> companies urged Six Flags Hurricane to... Katrina was like an extremely devastating hurricane that like ripped through New Orleans and like a lot and of six, Louisiana. And Six Flags has never apologized. <laughs> they com- it. I don't, I, like I said, I cannot comment further. Hurricane Katrina would have wiped out like... Uh, I'm making up numbers now. I actually have no size comparison, but it would be like if London was swallowed by water, no. I guess, in terms of scope. I would hate that. Insurance would companies you? urge Six Flags to default upon the park's assets. Even in Disney's own river country, ran afoul of the mistakes and become the subject of a creepypasta owing to its foreboding atmosphere and derelict aesthetic. Want to take me, see me, take me in the head off? <laughs> oh, is that what that's from? Yeah. However, hey, there is, is your throat more- tired? No, you can't. If you read any more, you'll die. Are you okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you are offering to so take tired. <laughs> I am. I, do you need help? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do it a bit. <laughs> oh, oh, well, if you want to keep going, go for it. Sure, I'll keep going, I guess. <laughs> you Tell me when you need to switch. However, there is one theme park that stands apart from all others. First opened its doors to the general public in 1994. Dreamland is the outlier of abandoned theme parks. 
most people I've spoken to are only familiar with the surface aspects of Dreamland. Just another seaside theme park that ended in illustration caused by the shrinking of the British tourist industry. Oh, but, no, but what about the crowd? Isn't that what everyone comes there for? But none of them Aren't even talk about way? cannibalism. <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but the mysterious events occurring through the park's short history have since fueled countless urban legends. Okay, can I pop on to you for a little bit? <laughs> when history comes up? Oh, no. To begin, I must start with a brief history lesson. Throughout the 60s and 70s, the residential British holiday industry had entered a period of substantial decline, owing to stiff competition from budget European airlines offering package summer holiday deals throughout the continent. British seaside theme parks, heavily subsidised by food traffic from seaside resort holiday makers throughout the long British summer, were faced with a significant loss in their annual revenues. This feels like I'm watching a Defunct Land video now. <laughs> Dreamland was just one of many theme parks that sold off their infrastructure, amusements and rides to balance their budgets and remain open to the public. By the late 80s, Dreamland was a hollow shell of its former self. No. An empty, lifeless husk, just like me. And in the early 90s, the park's owners were brought out by an unlisted joint venture company. Before we go any further, have you ever wondered about, worried about your data falling into the wrong hands? Well, so have I. That's where we're going to go to today's sponsor. NordVPN. I wish we <laughs> you were will never be defunct. <laughs> the first time we get a sponsor, we are going to go all out. We'll have anomalous yeah. edit something. And we'll invite the we'll CEO on. Uh, redevelopment like, so began. You can... No, I was about to say something. I can't say that. No, go it's ahead. Say soon. the bit. It's too soon. If, for the submarine, no yeah. one cares. We're all making okay, fun of it. Okay, I was going to say, so you can offer submarine rides down the Titanic at an affordable price. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I can't wait to um, make my video on the experience. <laughs> Fine, boom. Oh, lol. I would say it's too soon if I haven't seen literally everyone in this community making cracks about it. Oh man, it's crazy. Really, the more you learn about it, too, is like the more it's terrifying. Like, it how gets. did this not happen already? Yeah, for real. James Cameron is being like skill issue. Yeah, well, kind of. Have you seen the comparison photo of like his yeah, submarine? That's like a real person submarine compared to. Here's the best part I saw that no one talks about enough. So James Cameron spent like ten million on his submarine doing all this stuff, right? Uh, the one, the Titan was like 500,000, and the guy funded it on like a pop-up loan through like a phone app that someone was able to just find. <laughs> Insane. Redevelopment began in earnest in 1991 on the site of the it's original... Like, if I get into a submarine, I don't want to be able to, for me to understand the mechanisms of the submarine. I want it to be above my head. <laughs> Can I ask you an accent question for this accent? Because I feel like it's local to your area. Should I be saying or orig original or is it original? Like, how do they do the R? Uh, let me say it in my normal voice. Original. Like that. Original. So they do pronounce the R. Because I know in some British accents, it's more like a T. Like, original. Yeah. The original Dreamland. Located in the sleepy seaside town of Margate, Kent. Margate, Kent. Well, new and Am I getting cancelled like a fucking I... April Space character? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new and improved... I keep doing it. The new and improved Dreamland promised to make your wildest dreams a reality with the grand reopening slated for summer 1994. 
the new owners promised state-of-the-art facilities, exploring themes of dreams and liminality, whilst transgressing the boundaries of, eerie, of the irrealis. Local like, media. Can I go on a roller coaster? Is that the Irrealis? <laughs> no, you have to hear them. What the fuck is the Irrealis? Let's have a look. Let's find out what the Irrealis is. But post in the comments what you think it might be. Um, Local media outlets rush to... You look it up while I keep reading. I can't fucking comprehend it. <laughs> Local media outlets Irrealis refers to an event that hasn't occurred. So the unreal. Oh, it's like a dreamlike thing, yeah. Local media outlets rush to be the first to run publications on the immediate financial success of Dreamland, reportedly having generated hundreds of jobs for local residents and latched onto the park's potential to reverse Margate's interminable economic downturn. Ticket sales bloomed throughout summer and into autumn, bringing tourists in from across the United Kingdom by rail, car, and... But the United Kingdom is like a five-hour walk side to side. Are tourists not going to other countries? I feel like every time I hear someone from the UK vacation well, like they go somewhere else in the EU. didn't necessarily have the money to, to do that. I guess, but it's like, it's all the same. It's such a small area. It's got my Ferris wheel. It's like, you go to the part with it's the hills or the part small. with the buildings. Like, it's smaller than your, like... Okay, but... you have the part with the hills and, and the and the forests and lakes, and you have the part with like the cities. But you don't have like a desert. You don't have like mountains. <laughs> you have a desert. <laughs> Where what the fuck do you have that's unique? Jesus. It's all grass. It's a grassland. Tell me. Go ahead. Tell me. This isn't your heart. Americans come home. We're ready to take you back. <laughs> you have. You don't have a beautiful Grand Canyon or a Niagara Falls. What do you don't have? Pretend you like that desert. Come back. <laughs> Your heart longs for rain. <laughs> it's okay, you don't have to be strong anymore. Only <laughs> talking to people in California. I know your heart longs it's for like, rain. It's like, like, you don't have to be strong anymore. We actually have so much water where I live, it's stupid. I literally just went to the river the other day. This massive, like, thing of water. And I was just like, people were just swimming and chilling. It was cool. Where was I at again? Um, you were telling me about how um, the local, local media outlets said, let's have a look. The market ticket sales bloomed through summer and into autumn, bringing tourists in from across. Oh, all eager to share the unmissable experiences offered by Dreamland. However, it is here that we must address the first peculiarity. I keep, I keep switching my R's, I'm so sorry. Surrounding Dreamland. Whilst the park was prolifically featured in the local newspapers and radio shows, it went virtually unremarked upon by the major national news networks. Instead, news of Dreamland was initially spread by word of mouth from one excited thrill seeker to another eventually going on to capture the imaginations of millions of British holidaymakers by public notoriety alone. And whenever they came, they loved to buy a bottle of water. This guy's now like an angry, vengeful sea captain. He's <laughs> like, like a roller coaster car. An abandoned roller coaster car. I used to be a fucking conductor on the roller coaster by 1995. I think you're born. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Are you happy? As a prize, do I get to take your head? No. As a prize, you get to finish Aether. Spits on your curtain. 
Everyone's waiting. When go ahead, show us what the world will become. By the way, you're turning 28 this year, right? Yeah. In October. Yeah. How do you feel? Um. Extant. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> what does extant mean? I exist. Nice. Finally. I just didn't know if you had any ancient wisdom to offer us, Grandpa. By 1995. I'm sorry, are you okay? I, I, I've spaced out. I think you tried to call me old. Yeah, I tried to call you old, but I thought I did like <laughs> emotional deflected off. <laughs> you dissociated you immediately. off. <laughs> Just completely dissociated. Like my automatic retaliation, like, blew a hole in you. Absolute rejection, Pariah. It's like, as soon as my attack hits, a piercing pain. <laughs> the park was named as one of the top ten most visited tourist attractions in the British Isles. Despite Chessington World of Adventures in Thorpe Park. Are those real? I think they're real. I've never been to Chessington? That's like the fucking made up That's name I would, I would use to make fun of the, the <laughs> English nobleman. Chessington, darling! Let's go back on our yacht to the lake! The only one I've been to is Alton Towers. Chessington! That's like Kensington from those old, like, Kraken videos or whatever. Do you remember Kensington? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chessington, no! Owns this lake. My papa owns this lake. Chessington and Thor Park, both being located closer to London. I had too much fun with that name. <clears throat> and being situated along cheaper, more popular rail routes. At this point, the meteoric success of Dreamland was all but a certainty. Due to the rapid pace of the park's expansion, regular inspections and audits were ordered by the local council. But only surface details of these technical written reports were even made public. Needless to say, the town councillors were more than satisfied by Dreamland's invigoration of Margate's local economy. The opportunity to get lost in your own imagination was a major unique selling point of the park's brand. Dreamland pioneered the use of rudimentary mixed reality technologies within theme parks. Stereoscopic and anaglyph 3D glasses were combined with surround sound throughout the park to create an immersive experience for the attendee, and all of the latest rods were fitted with ambitious technological innovations. Oh, this is so long. You don't I don't want to hear any more. Yeah, it's about New attractions were opened throughout the financial quarters of each year to ensure public interest in the park remained at an all-time high. The Dreamland experience was a looping timber frame roller coaster which opened for just two weeks in 1995. That's the year I was born! It was allegedly <laughs> built using parts and wood from the scenic railway. Another timber roller coaster which had been the main attraction of the original Dreamland but tragically burned down a catastrophic fire in 1971 while the ride was in operation. Nightmare Hideaway was a dark ride attraction consisting of a series of glass rooms which supposedly changed the orientation displays to match and enhance the attendees' emotional states. The two rides featured on the park's website, Sinkhole and Helter Skelter, were some of the last attractions to ever be opened at Dreamland. Sinkhole was an immense drop tower that was supposedly built over a sinkhole that had begun forming underneath the site over the course of 1996 and sent riders plunging into the depths of the park's subterranean structures, though the story behind the ride's name was most likely publicity stunts. On the other hand, Helter Skelter was the longest steel frame roller coaster in the entire world, according to Dreamland. 
1997, only three short years after its grand opening, the doors to Dreamland were closed forever. Amusement Park's newest attractions, including Sinkhole and Helter Skelter, were torn down and the park was paved over with concrete, redeveloping the site into commercial car parking overnight. No explanations were ever offered by the administrators of Dreamland regarding the park's abrupt closure, and it wasn't long before rumours of foul play began circulating within the usual recesses of the internet. Allegations of chronic understaffing, workplace bullying, and financial misconduct, and preventable park accidents were all levelled towards Dreamland on IRC servers, message boards, and forum posts. Not on Envision Free, but none of these claims were ever substantiated. No, things that have always made a difference in the real world IRC servers. <laughs> Where justice is served. Official documentation on the park is sparse, and the few national media reports referencing the park rarely contain direct citations or sources. Lawyers representing Dreamland soon began filing injunctions against local media outlets regarding libelous statements, and a series of repossession orders were made out to the local council for allegedly mislaying confidential documents belonging to Dreamland within the public archives of Mark A. Library. In the following years, it would become apparent why the owners of Dreamland had attempted to cover up the park's history. In the span of a forum post, how long do you think it took them to type all this? No, no forget like, it. They all had to do this. If the, assuming Imagine this just like you place a little question on forum post and they give you like a fucking novel. <laughs> assuming this is like, hold on, I have to actually check something now. I'm scrolling back up. So the time the original post was made was 12.04, right? Mm-hmm. The time that this post was made was 0.31. So they want us to believe that in less than a half hour they wrote all of this. Yeah, he did. No editing. No Edison. Why? Wow. Perfect first time, no need to edit. <laughs> Tanhoney writing Aetheral Space. Accidents and technical issues within the rides were commonplace, with rides frequently being closed off to the public beneath fixed torpon seats. The entire zones of the park were cordoned off from the general public behind security tape and hazard cones. Ambiguous details of sensory surface about the secrecy surrounding an accident on the park site involving the Dreamland experience, wherein five adults were killed and numerous other riders were seriously injured by the 13 other riders. Wait, what? By them? <laughs> How did they have all this information on hand to write up within 27 minutes? Because this is the, fucking, this is the Dreamland expert. Speculation arose... <laughs> He's with, been waiting for this story to start. Speculation arose within the media and local residents, who was quickly silenced by a low-profile investigation undertaken by Kent Police, which concluded that the riders had been fault for an accident, as they demonstrated reckless and careless actions which endangered their own lives. Citation needed. Living only a short distance from Margate by rail, I have since visited the abandoned site of Dreamland several times, since I saw your original post 30 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Over 20 years later, the only conclusive evidence for Dreamland's prior occupation of the grounds is the ghastly corpse of Britain's oldest roller coaster, a serpentine spine of rotting timber and peeling leaded paint looming large of the picturesque seaside town, and the dilapidated red brick building hosting the now boarded over entrance to the park. The stained impression of the park's name lingers as faint pink lettering smeared into the edifice of the crumbling brickwork. I have a somewhat personal relationship with Dreamland. I'm the owner. No. <laughs> and now I'm going to get you. This is his Dreamland call-out post. My family would regularly take trips to the park throughout the early 80s, and after I was born, the entire family made one last trip to Dreamland in 1995. I was only a child, and I... Hey, that's the year I was born. And having the faintest recollection of Dreamland. Only a hypnagogic haze of lost memories. 
The strange thing is that nobody I've ever spoken to has any solid recollection of Dreamland either. When I've attempted to question local residents about the park, they speak of Dreamland with distant familiarity and reassure themselves that the park certainly was something fancy during the mid-90s, but by no means anything remarkable. For all intents and purposes, Dreamland... Sorry, let me correct that. For all intensive purposes, Dreamland appears to have come and gone without leaving the faintest impression upon the world. This faint just like Avatar, this faint recollection of Dreamland was the reason that I joined the scores of amateur theme park enthusiasts, making concerted efforts to preserve every any memory of the park. As news of the park's censorship cancellation, sorry, reached the public, modern internet users have since taken upon themselves to ensure the memories of Dreamland are not obfuscated by their corporate body that once owned the park, all too eager to bury their mistakes in the past. The screen grab of Welcome to Dreamland.co.uk was one of the earliest documents preserved by the internet. However, there is an early, even earlier physical artifact of Dreamland which predates that archive. Recall the rumoured events surrounding the closure of the Dreamland experience? According to the police investigation, one of the riders was ejected from the ride and the head became trapped between the rail tracks and the chain mechanism which propelled the roller coaster carts along the timber track. As the uh, operator attempted to reverse the mechanism, allowing the injured occupants of the rear carts to safely return to the embarking point, the skin of the rider's face was torn away from the skull by the force applied as the chain slowly began to reverse. A morgue report from the scenic railway accident in 1971 was presented as evidence in a civil case described a similar injury being inflicted upon a passenger that died when the timber frame of the roller coaster caught fire. In the last. I'm about to roast this last post. So this last post came out 30 seconds after that previous <laughs> essay. I put it in word counter. It is 100 words, meaning that they were typing 200 words per minute at least and formatted it like this, included with italics. I don't believe it. These times cannot possibly be real. <laughs> Just, you're, not a, you're not a mystery head. You wouldn't understand. It's so instant. <laughs> Emily Moore Mysteries then posted... In the last few years, I've come into the possession of a collection of old photograph albums that have been kept in the loft by my parents. In between posts, I went up and got them. Yeah, and they have an image inserted! One of those so albums contained a series of photographs taken by my parents when they attended Dreamland in 1995, but the pictures have remained undeveloped. I took the following photograph of my father rising on the Dreamland experience professionally developed by a friend in 2017. To this day, my mother insists there was nobody sitting next to or behind my father when the Polaroid photograph was taken. My God, ghosts! I've seen people take five minutes to write two sentences on Discord. This was not written and posted in 30 Just, seconds. You don't understand. Alright. My my minor gripes with the timing being a little too fast aside. Sister V, this one was a banger. I really like it. I know we interrupted a lot because we're goofballs, but it sort of cultivated a really cool defunct land slash creepypasta type aesthetic, mm -hmm. and it really felt like something I could get sucked into and believe. Um, maybe like, it's, maybe sucked into not the best uh, way to phrase it, considering what happens to that poor passenger. <laughs> got sucked <laughs> I like into the tracks. <laughs> That's a solid 12 out of 10, I think. I would agree with you. What about you, Tan? Yeah, I really like this as well. Agree? Uh, yeah, I, I read this in work originally, and uh, I, I, I para-watched. There's, there's a bit of a formula there, but I always like the formula with like, the big creepy bit at I, the end. I agree. I also just like the format um, of para-watch. Really? I wish I you did more para-watch. No, 
Um, there's something about like that sort of 4chan style form reading, like deep diving yeah. into a thread. And it helps that like the background. Power Watch articles, they don't really, it's, that's really just a device for like someone to ask a question and then the rest of it is just one guy talking. That's Not like, always. I, we've, we've read a couple where there's like several yeah, parts. like a little bit of back and forth. Yeah. But um, I also like. And this is a subtle thing, not to praise CSS too much because I don't like to focus on that. But I like how like the posts are black and the background is black because it's exactly the type of stuff like you read this with the lights out, and some of these are almost don't read not believable. Like I don't think I ever would have, I don't think I ever would have been like this is real, but like you can actually get sucked in and like oh shit with it, you know what I mean? <laughs> like especially <laughs> thinking back to that VHS one we read from uh, yeah, yeah, Pippo, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Like that kind of thing. Don't go to it cultivates that sort of. Exactly! Like that 3am creepypasta reading vibe. It's fun. Uh, but with that, we yeah, hit our legally required... Yes. Yeah, we check already know. We're on the check it out. Do we have to... Check a look. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, JTank Casey says, This is the best Tanhoney intro ever. I would watch Across the Tan verse in a heartbeat. Imagine the alternate universe where he wrote the Fall Guys SCP instead he of... He goes to that one, it's like a dystopia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nuclear apocalypse somehow happens. That's where like Miguel Tanhoney is. <laughs> In other news, I love Hippo article. Mm, let's go. I had three hours of sleep today, but podcasts. Fun fact. Thanks, fellas. When you're learning Kamragana, you remember hit by thinking of a hippo's nose. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> ten out of ten. Ooh, look at me. I'm Wu Ming from the hit series Aetheral Space. Woohoo! I'm going to bed. Have a good week, guys. You too, uh, JTK, so you're going to need it. Sobek says, have you noticed, by the way, on YouTube, it's all like at yeah, and then uh, username I'll, I'll, I'll strange. Very weird. It feels like I should be tweeting you. <laughs> at Sobek4929 says, so. uh, holy fuck, I love Bethlehem Steel. Yes, finally. Yes. Ah! <laughs> Thank you for reading my favorite article. Password? You guys don't remember the password anyway, so I can really say whatever I you want. You figured it out. Thank you for flying with us. <laughs> no! <laughs> He's not flowing no. upwards. Nuxdala1999 uh, says, You know, I come from D&D and then listen to these, so hearing the guys getting all squirreled rather than red is like I never left the table. Wait, who's the guys getting squirreled? What does that mean? What's, what's squirreled mean, Tim? Um, is that a British thing? I don't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Spit says password comedy man kelp. <laughs> I've seen algae do better stand up. <laughs> so this is what you're talking about. This is like the sort of thing that the chat GPT replies on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I nudge the waitress in the side, causing her to drop plates and cups of delicious erosion <laughs> nectar. <laughs> password two three four. I don't know. With apologies to Darnell and the wider DSM's M C in parentheses P community, we commit this episode. What does that mean? Dark Souls multiplayer? <laughs> Shythalia says, nice thumbnail. Thank it you. Nice thumbnail. Thank you. I drew it by set. No, I didn't. I drew it. No, you didn't. Hold on. I oh, drew I'm it. sorry. I'll just report toxic you... conditions and discovering just, SCP. Just for that, now you have to fucking come up with the thumbnail for this week okay, and the title and send them both to Hamilton. And Anomalous Writer says, great hippo articles. Let's go! Password, Le Kelp Man, very comedy. Le Laugh, we love you, comedy man, Kelp. Ah! Um, by the way, I don't remember the password next week, nor do I remember what I wanted to add, but I do remember having a password I wanted to say, and you kept interrupting me, and then I got sad about Sorry. it. Sorry. I do remember that. You're fine. It's not a big deal. 
I, that's the only thing I remember from last week's password. I have no clue what we asked otherwise. I do. I think you also added like seven passwords. I did, yeah. I, when I kept trying to do it. Hamilton says, I love Spider-Man. Uh, Isakla says, hello, Tarn Hanel. We'll read the latest Murphy's artic- law article, the Montauk Falcon. Password I, it's like, like a command. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, we'll read. Yes. <laughs> By the way, Darnell, you are very cool. Thank you. Finally, someone gets it. This is like, so this is like a bot or something? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Everybody, here's the new password this week. Rate me and Tanoni out of ten each. And whoever wins becomes God. Um, your Just answers will be taken into account for future decisions. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm doing the layoffs for the comment section, <laughs> get everyone to a Zoom chat. Like, okay, guys, there's no easy way to make this decision. <laughs> Comedy man, we're gonna have to send you over to Darman <laughs> after you're voting. Comedy. Speaking of Comedy Man, Kelp four thousand and nine says, "Glad to see that you guys are both as obsessed with Across the Spider Verse as I am." Um, what's that? Very excited. That was me hiccuping. No, I mean, what's what's he talking about? Like. How Tom excited Holland? we are yeah. about Across the Spider-Verse. What's that? Oh, shut up. That's when you realize you're in the wrong dimension. <laughs> it plays a noise. <laughs> Evil Darnell walks up. I did just it's watch like, the first Spider-Verse again. And I'll be honest, I still adore the first Spider-Verse. It's still a good movie. but like Across the Spider-Verse Penny, is just like so much more. <laughs> Pe- yeah, like Penny Noir and, and Peter Porter really didn't do really get to do anything. Yeah, it was basically just a movie about Miles... Um, Peter and Gwen. So I hope they get more love and beyond. Because I think that'll be fun. Uh, OrchidStream6640 says, I love listening to Tan and Darnell trying to figure out what last episode's password was. Password, <laughs> Comedy Man Kelp? You call that Comedy Man Kelp? <laughs> I think there were other passwords, but I don't know. There's so much disloyalty in these fucking comments. <laughs> yeah, I guess we told them to make fun of Comedy Man Kelp. I have no idea. I remember that. We told them to roast him. <laughs> Guare SCP says, Bethlehem Steel is one of my favorite articles on the wiki, so I'm glad you all finally read it. How many episodes are you waiting for that? <laughs> Probably <laughs> And next week, you know what we'll read? What will we read? The Bible, no. <laughs> I want to read Creepy Bosses again, if I'm being honest. <laughs> well, we actually read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> to Genesis chapter 1. God, Watch this space, God. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is my favorite part. <laughs> the um, God versus Satan fight. Yeah, that hasn't happened yet. Oh, we've been hyped so much in the manga. The closest thing we've had to a fight, which is a little shonen if you edit it a bit. In fact, um, someone did like a short story that does make it more poetic-y. Is like the 40 days in the desert of Jesus being tempted by Satan. It's very much anime villain. Like, wouldn't it be so much easier to just give in to imperfect. evil? <laughs> And he's like, no, I have to do what's right. Imagine, so, like, it was like a show, and he becomes like, he, ha- he taps into, like, dark mode. <laughs> it would be the part where he'd, like, go into his inner world, and the Nine Tails would be like, don't you want, like, more power? want more power to get more yeah. fish and bread? <laughs> it's, like, it's like a chained up god in there. He's like, let me out, Jesus. And Jesus is like, no, I can't. I'll smite the mortals. <laughs> <laughs> Going to hell. Oh, man. Anyway, I think that's everything. Uh, yeah. Any closing remarks? Uh, closing remarks. On your father. <laughs> yeah, on your mother, on your father. Love that neighbor. You don't have to do um, that. Yes, you do. 
Hey, hey, this is my this is my curated version. If there's one thing I want for this community is that we all are good to each other. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, uh, <laughs> no idols, guys. No idols. <laughs> Remember who you worship. I better not see more luck around here. <laughs> Bye. Bye.